Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Spike Cohen. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For Spike Foolish Kippa Cohen, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. First and foolish Kippa. Oh yeah. (laughs) First and first and foremost, allow me to thank Justin for the kava that I'm drinking on this week's episodes. And allow me to thank Le Bleu for this delicious water uh, that I'm drinking. Ulevanaka. Ulevanaka. This, of course, is a uh, Muddy Waters Media production. Check us out on all social media, on all podcasting things. What are they called? Platforms. And then also be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. And if you're on YouTube, don't just subscribe. Hit the bell. Hit the little bell and uh, make your phone blow up every time. We go live with notifications. That brings us to the Mudwater Mushroom Coffee Replacement Cacao Rapid Fire segment brought to you by Mudwater. If you woke up today and said, my God, I am sick of coffee. I instead would like to have turmeric and sea salt and black pepper and mushrooms because... And masala chai. And masala chai because I, that, those should taste good together. Well, I've got some great news for you. If you add enough honey to anything, it, anything tastes good. Uh, but if you go to uh, themuddywatersoffreedom.com slash mud, you can get your starter pack of mud water, which is exactly all of those things that we that you just said you wanted. Is it good? <laughs> you, can, you tell us. It's good for you. It's neuroprotective. It is neuroprotective. It protects your neuro. But you know what doesn't protect your your. your I was your trying mouth. to think of a segue here. Chuck Todd is mainstream. Chuck main, well mainly tra- mainstream Chuck, media specifically Chuck specifically Todd specifically yeah. Chuck Todd. So Chuck Todd specifically Chuck Todd. He has not been having a good run of it recently. No, he's been having a bad one. He's been having a bad one. Uh, he was the host of Meet the Press that used to be on MSNBC, as we all know, um, and. It was taken off of MSNBC and it was moved to NBC Now, which is NBC's equivalent to CNN Plus, mm-hmm. which is basically a death sentence for a news program. Just look at 
CNN Plus. Or, or, or the, the program previously known as CNN Plus. <laughs> Rest in peace. Right. Um, out for <laughs> CNN Plus. So while Chuck Todd and Meet the Press was attempting to uh, stay relevant, uh, they made an attempt to get an interview, which admittedly would have been the easiest interview of Chuck's life. No question. Uh, they reached out to Don Young. In this very basic interview request, he says, hello, Zach, who is one of uh, Don Young's aides, uh, said, I hope all is well. I'm reaching out on behalf of Meet the Press Now with Chuck Todd on NBC News Now. I would love to see if Congressman Don Young has any availability to join Chuck tomorrow, Friday, 10th, in the, Friday, June 10th, in the 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time hour. We would love to have him on the program if his schedule allow. Uh, would you would tomorrow in the 4 p.m. Eastern hour work for Congressman Young? Now, it would have made sense because um, that would have June 10th is Don Young's birthday and wedding anniversary, both of which are you know, large milestones. So it would be good to have him on the show for this. And this was what his former aide replied. He replied, sadly, Congressman Young passed away in March, but you all did a lovely tribute to him and linked the tribute done by NBC. Wow. That's, uh, that's brought to you by NBC <laughs> Now, folks. Available on all on, on Android and, and Google Play. Google Play and uh, uh, iTunes. He requested a man who passed away in March to come on his show. In March. June. Did he say what it was about? No. They just said, does he want to come on for an interview? And it also happened to be uh, Don Young's birthday and wedding. I think it would have been his 89th birthday and his, I don't know, some ungodly number for wedding anniversary. Um, Mm. And... (laughs) Wow. That's so, the kind of hard-hitting stuff that you can expect from CNN. Plus. I'm sorry. <laughs> NBC Now. Which, by the time, I mean, this actually isn't going to air until uh, Tuesday. NBC Now also might be dead uh, by might then. Be gone well. already. That might be gone. This might be old news at this point. And speaking of old speaking news. Speaking of old news. <laughs> speaking of old news, Corinne Jean-Pierre uh, took to the, to the stage to... Uh, Get owned by Peter Ducey again. Again. Um, And let's just say that her comments did not age well in a 24-hour time span. So we're going to be showing you. That's a quick aging. (laughs) That's a quick aging. That's like leaving the milk out overnight. Um, (laughs) Yes. We're going to show these clips. We're going to show you three separate clips that are all part of one, but we'll break each one down. Uh, as they are there. Here is clip one of Pete Ducey and Karine Jean-Pierre. Uh, thank you, Karine. Why do you think it is that 83% of people polled by the Wall Street Journal say the economy is poor or not so good? 
So when it comes to consumer confidence, is what you're talking about there, we know that uh, can reflect concern and uncertainty uh, about higher prices. People feel the effect of high prices uh, when they go to the grocery store and they feel they're up their gas, gas tank, which the president understands uh, very personally when he was uh, growing up and understanding how, uh, how when prices elevate uh, even just a bit, how much that can hurt a family, how much that can uh, really uh, affect uh, uh, you know, uh, someone's house Hold. Uh, but the fact is we are in a fundamentally different place compared to when the president took office and compared to this time a year ago. And so, you know, during this president, during his pre this presidency, people felt uncertainty, uncertain about the economy generally, but they actually felt as good about their personal financial situation as they ever have, according to the Federal Reserve Survey, with nearly 80 percent of adults reporting that they are financially comfortable. So that matters as, as well. So what she's saying here is that our president <laughs> understands that when gas prices go up, it hurts the family. Um, and then she's saying that they understand that things are fundamentally different than they were when the president yes. took office in January. Of so far, so good. Yeah, both of these true, as well as things are different now than they were a year ago. Yeah, gas is yeah, that's Gas is a dollar dollar fifty higher. One thing I want to point out is the 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 signer, the the sign language translator. Yeah. I am certain that she is doing real signing. However, since I do not know it, a lot of her gestures look to be The same gestures we would make in like middle school and high school when we were trying to describe sex acts that we didn't have any idea what it was. She's describing the economy. <laughs> 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 Here's what's happening to you right you are, now. You are Here's just what kidding. the banks. <laughs> That's what's happening. And she's doing it with four and she looks at And angry. Joe Biden has known this. <laughs> Joe Biden has known all about this since he was growing up. <laughs> so just pay attention to her because she just looks mad for this entire this entire segment um but i'm just going to let you know this does not get better Corrine does not answer questions any better than this 61 percent are saying now in this wall street journal poll they are generally pessimistic about people having an opportunity to achieve the American dream. How's that going to look on so a, on when, a bumper sticker? I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to say, Peter, is that we understand that people are feeling, feeling this. They are feeling uh, the increase of prices, uh, which with food in particular right now and gas. That is, that is something that we understand. What we're trying to say, what I'm trying to say to you, is that the economy is in a better place than it has been historically. And so we feel here at this administration, and other experts as well, is that we feel that we are in a good position to take on inflation. We are in a good position to really start uh, really working on uh, lowering prices. We leave that piece to the Federal Reserve. Uh, they have the monetary policies uh, to deal with the best, to have the best tools to make sure that we bring down inflation. That's the, that's the pain that the American family is feeling. And so that's what we're saying. We're trying to, what we're saying is that we were in a different place a year ago, and now we are in a much better place economically, but there's still work to do. Okay, so <laughs> I, I want to say, I think I figured out the strategy here from the White House. They know 
that they don't really have any good news to share. And they know that uh, Ms. Jean-Pierre uh, is not exactly the best spokesperson so far. So their strategy is to have a signer <laughs> who, is who is so animated, distracting you, who is so animated that you just watch. I did it. I mean, like, we're both politically <laughs> astute people. Everyone watching this is politically astute. I'm sure you're now looking at this. And meanwhile, Jean-Pierre is, is over there saying, you know, we trust the Federal Reserve. They're doing a great job. They have the tools to fix all of this, even though they're the ones that put us in this mess. Uh, but we're all so captivated by this point. We're going, <laughs> our audio only listeners like, are like what's happening why is there dead air <laughs> oh it's it's yeah no it is it is well it, just the clapping it's right. really like this this is a, it's so i mean we love our audio only listeners but these are some of the moments where you just have to come over to our to our, our video uh platforms to be able to to fully appreciate what's happening here uh but yeah no she's terrible um <laughs> I, you know what? I shouldn't even say that. Actually, yes, I should. I think Karine Jean-Pierre is not good at what she does. No. But even if she was, I don't think she'd be able to spin this very well. Like, you can't spin that everything's going terribly and everyone knows that it's going terribly. And and she said, when you're sitting there and you're in, what, March? In March, you had 8.5% inflation. And then in April... You had 8.3% inflation. You're like, okay, we've peaked. We're going to start heading back down. It yep. is that 0.2% takes a lot of cojones for you to stand up there and say, we are in a much better place economically and our economy is coming roaring back and we are going to start seeing it go yep. down because the people in the Fed. And then we're the next part that we talk about um, after we finish part three of Ducey versus Jean-Pierre um, is going to have to do with the report on inflation that came out 18 hours after she said this. <laughs> yes. Which you know that she was sitting there reading that the next day going, I am not calling on that blonde dude from Fox. Yep. <laughs> I am not calling on him today once. Yep, yep, yep. So here's part three. Put on gas prices. The energy secretary Granholm is saying, "Oh well, if you went to Canada, you'd be paying six twenty-five a gallon. If you went to Germany, you'd be paying over eight eighty. In the UK, it's almost eight dollars a gallon. What kind of an argument is that?" Just I think what she's, I think she was, what she's trying to say, and what we have all been trying to say is, this is a a global challenge. Uh, this is not just in, in, in the United States that people are feeling inflation or people are seeing elevated gas prices. And this is a job to protect challenge. Americans from global challenges. He's doing he's doing his part in trying to make sure that we the, the American people feel the impact less. But here's the thing. And we've talked about this since Russia invaded Ukraine. We have seen gas prices. These are the facts go up by a dollar and 51 cents. We have seen food uh, prices go up because of what of what Ukraine and Russia represent when it comes to wheat and corn. This is just a fact. This is what we have seen for the past several months. The president has done, uh, he's tapped into the St Strategic Petroleum Reserve in a historic way with a million, uh, a million uh, barrels of, of, uh, of oil a month for six months. We, did, we have made the announcement of the E15, the homegrown biofuels uh, that is uh, going to help uh, families in the Midwest. So we know there is more to do. So <laughs> I love that lady's description of Russia invading 
I think that was what it was. I think that, like that. I'm pretty sure that was that was the description. Oh, um, um, so, oh, uh, one. I love the way he worded that question. The the inflection that he put on that question. Yes. What kind what of kind argument of is that? Is that? Like he he swatted that that like it was like it was his job. Um, no, that was beautiful because because he's right. Like you're like, oh, you think we got it bad? Look over there. What? Look look how bad they have they have a bad too. And well, I think she's it's trying to really say, bad over there. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I'm not worried like, about that. Are we, are we gonna apply that to the baby formula shortage? Like, oh, you think we got it bad? Everyone else can get baby formula easily. Oh no, wait. Oops. <laughs> like it's just I I it's the, the tampon shortage that we're now seeing. And I've heard like I've heard this argument a lot and you've seen people post the memes where they're like look at how much gas is in France and it's like $8 a gallon or whatever. Um but it's in liters so I had to do math so I don't know exactly what it was. Yeah. Um yeah. And and people are like, "Yeah, well Biden doesn't have anything to do with that. Why do they have high gas prices?" Well, you're right. Biden doesn't have anything to do with their inter deal, their inner country dealings on that. However, when you shut down drilling and say that you are going to put a kibosh on everything in the elections and say yes, people are going to have to pay higher price prices for gas until we can transfer off of fossil fuels in order to move to more renewable energies like electric or whatever, uh, the 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 fossil fuel industry is going to immediately cost more because you've already stated that you are going to be like waging a war against their industry more or less. Yes. So yes, and this and the speculators respond the same way. Like we have right. uh, oil is at least a, a good bit of the pricing is is factored almost entirely by speculators. And if the policymakers, the ones in charge, are going, yeah, we're going to drive up the cost of oil. Well, then they're going to assume that the cost of oil is going up, and they're going to 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 be they're going to bet long on on futures for oil, and that's what's happening. Like that, it, it couldn't be dumber the policies that they're doing, and now they're panicking, and now they're saying, "Oh, okay, well, we're going to release what a a, a million barrels a month. That's like a few hours worth that's, of yeah, that supply is a month. It's not even a day's worth. Of, it's like a matter of hours worth a month." It's not going to do anything, and the speculators know that, and so they're seeing that and going, "Oh, that's what you're going to do? Okay, well then I'm going to assume that the price keeps going up." So then it does, and and on top of it, they know that uh, the Americans now are depleting their uh, strategic oil reserves, so they are eventually going to have to fill that back up at some point. Exactly, so they're exactly. going to be taking it out of the market to refill it. So they're. The speculators look at it and go, okay, well, this is going to continue rising, so it's going to go up. And this is the speculators deal on a global scale, and they say, what's America doing? Okay, what's China doing? Okay. And then they try to average it out across the entire world. Yep. Now, if you were to say, let drilling happen on federal lands here in America and open that up uh, without any problems where you're saying, okay, well, yeah, we're going to open it up, but then we're going to take it away from you. 
prices would go down because speculators would be would think, okay, we have stuff coming in. But instead, you're we have stuff coming in. You have stuff opening and then closing. You you've got leases being given out and then taken away. And we've went over this multiple times. But you're not going to have an immediate thing from that. But when you have when you're taking them away, as soon as you give them. Speculators are like, no, we're going to wait until drilling actually starts happening at this point. So you're going to see this a lot, yeah. and they're going to say, we we have a plan, we're working on it. But mild conspiracy theory kind of thinking here, if you go back to uh, the 2020 elections, Joe Biden said in two different debates, yes, I believe that we should transfer away from fossil fuels completely, and yes, the American people should uh, the American people should pay a higher premium for gasoline and other fossil fuels until that happens. He said it. And now he, they are. And now they are. That's not really a conspiracy as much as a easily documented public <laughs> fact. Uh, He's going to say, no, that's not what I meant. And that's not why this is happening. But no, I meant it differently. I meant, I meant when I said you're going to pay different. more. I meant in here. <laughs> I meant like in here and you're, fe- you're going like, to feel it. Like when I used Not to ride like Amtrak, emotional. the feeling that I got when I used to ride Amtrak. Yes, when I, and every that guy day. who was dead for a long time, uh, who I love. Um, yeah, no, that's and now I'm going to try to use the the Biden administration's logic here, their argument, as as uh, Mr. Ducey put it. You think the cost of fuel is high? Well, the cost of of eggs is high, and the cost of food is high, and the cost of used cars and trucks are high, and airfare is high too. So if you think it's bad with gas, then you know it's bad everywhere else too. Well, what kind of argument is that? Uh, ASL people are going to be so Jesse, mad about this episode. Uh, I, I want to fill in. I, by the way, we're not making fun of uh, of deaf people or people who signed. We're making fun of that just one. that specific person. <laughs> uh, just that, that specific one. Um, I would like to fill in. If they ever need anyone to fill in, I can just do jazz hands the whole time. Just, and it'll be just as informative as that. Not as entertaining, but just as informative. We, now, we, we, should, officially, we should officially offer to be the White House interpretive dance team for when they are giving these pressers and we just interpretive yes. interpretive dance the yes entire thing like with like kabuki and we'll we'll dress in black and have like puppets and have them attack each other <laughs> and that'll be <laughs> so speaking of inflation uh inflation now is at its highest level since before i was born uh it has now jumped to 8.6%. Uh, we were promised that we had seen the peak by the Jean-Pierre. Uh, and uh, and it had dr- dropped drastically <laughs> to a game-changing 8.3. Now back up to 86 uh, And uh, here's at the granular level. Uh, you're going to notice something. Yeah, keep my eight point six is the official number. Is the official? Yeah. Now here, I, is, yeah, I noticed the here, exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, we're, you guys are gonna spot something probably pretty quick. So the official number is eight point six. Okay, the cost of food has gone up ten point one percent. 
The cost of fuel oil has gone up overall, has more than doubled, 106.7%. Cost of gasoline has gone up 48.7%. Cost of eggs, 32.2%. Cost of natural gas, up 30.2%. Cost of used cars and trucks, 16.1%. Cost of airfare, 12.6%. And I dispute that number because airfare has gone way, way up. That. Way uh, up. Way higher than that. We're paying way more than 12.6% more than that was last year. Uh, fruits and veggies, 8.2%. Now, that's like all the stuff that you need for the most part. I guess housing, which has definitely gone up double that's go- Yeah, that's gone up as the- well. Housing and rent has definitely gone up more. So you're probably thinking, hey, all of those except for fruits and vegetables has gone up more have than 8.6. Way more than 8.6%. How the hell, how did that, average out to 8.6%. And I've got and here here's the answer, okay? <laughs> so we're going to get in so much trouble. So much trouble. Yeah. After. Yeah. So Sung Won Sun. <laughs> yes. May as well. Oh, I thought you were making fun of Asian people. No, that's the actual name. Sorry. That's the actual name. Yeah, Sung, Sung Won okay. Song, a finance and economics professor at Loyola, Loyola Marymount University in Los Angeles, said, the Fed now recognizes yes. that it is way, 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 I may have added a few ways, like all of them, but like, We added a couple ways yeah, there, yeah. Behind the curve on inflation and must act more decisively. Stagflation is the most likely scenario for the next couple of years with the probability of a recession rising, which is weird because on the same day, on the same day that Pete Ducey and Karine Jean-Pierre had their little thing where she said we're in a good economic... You guys remember? It was like five minutes ago. Yes. Janet Yellen said this i'm not going to announce it i don't think we're going to have a recession consumer spending is very strong investment spending is solid i expect growth to slow down yeah uh we have a very strong economy i know people are very upset and rightfully so about inflation but there's nothing to suggest inflation if a there is nothing to suggest inflation if a recession is in the works we're already in a recession. We're already in a recession. We are already, mark my words, the next GDP number that comes out, whatever that number is, if you couple that with whatever downward corrections are made to the last two or three previous quarters, if the first GDP number itself isn't already in the negative, that minus whatever the decreases in previous ones will amount to a recession and what and the real gauge of whether whether you're in a recession or not is how much money are you making and is that more or less purchasing power than you had last year adjusted for inflation we haven't not been in a recession in like 15 years plus but we're in a recession recession right now even without adjusting for inflation, with in, with, with inflation added in, like we we have both literally yes. happening. Oh, and then in addition to that, right. yes, the price we, of things is going up. Right, yes. we 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 have both going on simultaneously, which is something you haven't really seen since the Carter era. Um, 
Yes. When you had both happening simultaneously at the same time. At the same time. <laughs> and the, the economy in 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 inflation adjusted dollars is receding. And just a little side note here. Anyone who is advocating for modern monetary theory, UBI, any of that stuff, what you are watching right now is the consequence of trying to do UBI like three months. Like three times they tried just, let's just give everyone money. They didn't even do it as like an ongoing monthly thing. It was like, oh, let's do it this month. All right, let's do it this month. All right, let's do it this month. This is what that would look like on like a much worse scale. Yes. Like if this doesn't bury MMT, I don't know what will. Because this is what happens when you hand off a bunch of money to people, which means you have to hand off way more to the cronies who own the economy. And then you have to choke people off economically and through regulation to make them need it even more. And this is the consequence of it. So that was your mud water mushroom coffee replacement cacao rapid fire segment. Brought to you by Mudwater. Go to muddiedwatersoffreedom.com slash mud to get your starter pack today. Yes. And after you're done doing that, be sure to now wait roughly 24 hours for the next episode of the Muddy Waters of Freedom, where we will be talking about all sorts of stuff related to the government protecting you by taking away your ability to protect yourself. How's that going to work? You're not going to believe it. Join us tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern, and we'll be talking all about that. Uh, We can't wait to uh, see you then. And where we're going, we don't need roads.